Hi, and welcome to the Dewing Grain podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grade traders. From seed supply to harvest movement and storage contracts, they can offer you the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two while sampling a beer. Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing and this week's Market Report. Welcome to the Market Report. What follows are my thoughts or gut instincts on what the market is going to do. It is not an instruction to trade. Any decision to trade is yours. Market Report for week commencing 20th of June 2022. This week's episode is a bite-sized version because I had a holiday earlier in the week. Did a bit of a UK crop tour over the weekend and into early part of this week. So I'll be reporting on that, as I say, a bite-sized version today. So we're limiting the amount of time we're sharing with you this week, everybody. Let's start with some prices before I start running on about what I think the crop's going to do. We're going to start with old crop. As far as it goes, the whole thing is on its backside. It's all over by the shouting. We have said this in previous weeks. I'm quite happy to milk that one. Yeah, we got that bit right. X Farm feed wheat currently, I would say, is 275, something like that, if you can find someone to move it. I think during July, it is going to become clear that new crop wheat is going to be coming before the end of the month. And there is definitely plenty of it left out on farm for the people who are waiting for it to turn into £400 a tonne or whatever they were dreaming of. Feed barley, I don't want to know about it. It's I've got no capacity to take it particularly unless I buy it at a discount to new crop. And then it's a pain in the butt because I really need to clean the stores out properly. So I would value feed barley at 240x. If someone is short for that, they might pay a bit more, but... It's all over on that one, if you consider 240 to be the end of the world. Malting barley, old crop, there are the odd bits and pieces still being fought for, but the values on new crop being quite firm. Carryover stuff is valuable. I mean, I'll put a tentative value out there for 320x. Certain varieties to certain maltsters who are quite difficult to deliver to, there is possibly a bigger premium than that. But it really does boil down to how difficult is it to get it into that intake point. And consequently, that's why they have to pay more money. An old crop oilseed rape, £600 a tonne. It is all over. Yes, we probably could pay threepence more than that. But the reality of trying to get lorries to go down to Erith at this time of year is just about impossible, which is going to lead on to the main point of the conversation I'll have in a minute about the biggest issues for harvest being haulage, etc. So moving from old crop, which is on its back and not going to recover, the only hope for old crop being that new crop has a significant rally. So new crop, current values at point of recording. Harvest movement feed wheat, £287 a tonne, which represents £300 a tonne X farm for November. So there is a £13 benefit in having a store that can get you to November. If you're selling it for May, we would probably value it around about £310. So that's a £23 a tonne benefit for owning a store versus harvest movement. Obviously, you know, you've got to blow it. You've got to possibly well, keep it in condition and you don't get the money in the bank. But that is a significant amount of money compared to what the old carry used to be, which is quite reassuring considering all the stores that we run. There is actually a point in doing it. Harvest movement into store, the biggest issue is again going to be haulage. So if you can find a local delivery point and organise it yourself, you'll probably benefit a very reasonable haulage rate as well. So in round figures, we'd probably put 294 delivered local store as a value for feed wheat. 
we're allowing £7 a tonne at the moment on that process. Moving on to milling wheat, new crop, I'm not going to suggest anyone sells any premiums because it might bucket down with rain at the wrong moment and the hagbergs all disappear and you end up holding a contract that's supposed to have a hagberg and you can't find a replacement. So I don't see the point, especially with the base prices in the 300s. You know, you're not under pressure. So ride it, find out what the spec is and then agree your premium when you know what you've got. Barley for new crop, that is under pressure. Again, I have to do the sums of whether it's worth putting stuff into store, you know, with a big haulage rate, a bigger storage charge, and then a big haulage rate again coming out. It's pretty price restrictive, if you like. I mean, yes, there are boats that have traded, and yes, there are people who are paying some as available prices. As available being kind of loosely a week or 10 days around the area that you're aiming at getting it moved. I would value feed barley if you want absolute instant movement around 250. All I would be doing is making a loss if I did anything different than pay that amount of money. As I say, there are some bids into some cargoes that have been traded slightly higher than that. But I see that one at the moment only really coming under pressure because I don't see a massive appetite to put feed barley into store. So we'll see how many boats are trading and how competitive we can become as a country to clear whatever surplus is being thrown at us at harvest time. Malting barley is a really difficult one. There are some very high prices being paid in anticipation of there being a crop problem predominantly in France. There's very, very minimal to to low stocks on malting barley across the world. So we are relying on this crop being a good crop, which is always a precarious position. I think this is a good time now to bring in what I've just seen travelling from Norfolk right the way up the A1 across the A66, so northwest England, past Carlisle. We went to Loch Fine, we went to Skye, we went to Inverness, we went to Thurso. All of these places I kind of never really got where they were because I never bothered to go north of Edinburgh before. But the crops in Scotland look absolutely top to bottom fantastic, in my view, at whatever speed we're travelling or even at the fields we kind of stopped alongside. There is a big crop of barley coming from Scotland, as long as the weather doesn't ruin it. As is, you know, the borders through the north, all the way down, we only saw really healthy, very big, I think, crops. I think we're in for a big harvest from the north, you know, from sort of Lincolnshire upwards. The south is reputedly, the southwest is in very good condition. The only area that causes any concern is East Anglia. And over here, I think in some soil types, we've had sufficient rain and we've had sufficient sun. And I think we're going to get some very big wheat crops on some medium to strong lands. The only thing that concerns me is the winter barley's on light lands. Northwest Norfolk in particular missed out again at critical moments on some of the rainfall. But underlyingly, Some of these crops look amazing even in East Anglia. So I think the UK specifically has got a big crop. And if you look at a map of Europe, the further south you go, the worse it gets. You know, that's where the heat, that's where the dryness has caused the most damage. So the big concern from a supply perspective and the early barleys coming off in southern France are like four tonnes a hectare. But, you know, they should be growing wine, shouldn't they? That isn't very pretty, and that's certainly fueling a bullish mood in the market. But the further north you go, I think the better things get. Reports that Denmark and all of the northern areas are in reasonably good to very good conditions, and I think that will more than outweigh the deficit further south. But initially, the first crops coming off, the Spanish barley crop, not quite as big as people hoped because of late heat. The French crop that's starting, yeah, shriveled up and not very good. But underlyingly, there's a balance coming because even with the heat today at 30 odd degrees, we've got rain coming through on Saturday. So we're going to probably have an even bigger crop on the back of the weather that's happening. 
in the next 48 hours. So with that in mind, malting barley's biggest issue is going to be capacity for someone to take it. If you've got storage and you can safely look after it, there is a very, very big reward coming for you. There is only a limited amount of tonnage available for grain to go into. The maltsters have bought whatever they possibly can to see themselves through to October. There will be demand from early doors for the new crop where there is ever space made, but it is going to be tight. And the other issue is going to be haulage. Believe me, if everyone's fighting for very few trucks, so wherever the grain is destined to go has to be a friendly, quick tip. None of this turn up, wait three hours while they have a coffee break. You know, the the people who are going to be doing that are going to really, really miss out this year. So if you're saying to your haul, you're right, you know, can you get my barley moved? It needs to go to a place that is going to very, very, very quickly move it. Otherwise, the haul, you'll just say no, which is exciting for them probably. Yeah, so with that in mind, I think there will be quite a big discount for Harvest Movement Barley. I think that if you took, in round figures, for the favourite varieties for May 23, you could probably make, at the moment, 370x far. Okay, so that's sort of whets your appetite. And if you're looking at North 22, probably 350x. So there's a £20 difference between those two, because hanging on all that time with a crop that can lose its germ is a risk that needs rewarding. So I don't know. I mean, where does that put harvest values? That, I think, is going to be the interesting factor. If we start getting a big crop, although the very early winter barleys in this area may have high nitrogens and may not yield that well, and we might see the whole thing spike on the fear of that not succeeding. But I'd like to think there's going to be enough from this winter barley crop that's going to be acceptable. And more importantly, the follow-up, the spring barley crop, although there's lots of tales of woe of that coming from farmers as well. Several crops look really healthy and well, and I think they will come in with a very good yield. So I think it's all on the spring barley crop as to where prices go and just how violent the volatility is. But we're all trying to second guess. If you imagine being a molster at the moment, I don't think you'd steam in and pay the earth to buy barley. There's no point. All you're doing is chasing your tail. And no farmer in their right mind is going to commit to tonnage. They don't know whether it's going to have the spec or not. So... We're kind of in that period where we're leading up to harvest with speculation abound and we don't really know where the price is going to be. But it's going to be 300 and something. There you go. The best bit of news I've ever given on my podcast for barley prices pre-harvest. So optimists and people who look at the world that way around, that's one to cheer you up. So other than that, as I say, getting away on holiday and having a few days off is fantastic. Till the day you come back in the office and you sit down and you're, oh, look at all this. And all these little niggly things happen. We as a team are trying to get ourselves ready. We're piling malting barley out. We're very nearly clear. There's just one one molster who's got stock with us that I'm getting a bit nervous about getting that moved. But largely we are clearing everything out in the next fortnight in terms of barleys. That will just leave us with our uh, futures wheat stock, which is not moving very quickly. So I'm equally getting a little nervous about that. We've got over 40,000 tonnes in store. It's June the 20th, the day that you're hearing this recording for the first time, and 42,000 tonnes to go in X number of working days is a bit tight. So you can see what we're doing in July. Other than that, we're expecting or we're trying to get ourselves a little bit of a break in between now and the onslaught, and we think it's going to be a big harvest. I'll get told off for talking prices down, but I'm telling you, I think it's going to be a big harvest. And we all love that, don't we? Have a good week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get new episodes as they are released. And follow us on Twitter. We are at Dewing Grain. Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 550 or email info at dewinggrain.co.uk. 
The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio in Norwich.